0: What's up, T? How you doing, man? Good. All righty. Um, we, uh, as an organization, really excited about uh, about the draft. Um, it's been a really cool process as it is every year. Um, you want to take the opportunity to thank a few people. Um, you know, our scouts. We're we've got tremendous scouts and. Uh, a lot of them are here before we got here, and uh, I'm blessed to work with them each and every day. And uh, you know their professionalism, their work ethic. Um, you know these guys are led by Adam Peters and our college scouting dire- director Tariq Ahmad, uh have just been fabulous this this process. And and ever since I've worked with them, Justin Chabot, our assistant college scouting director, these guys are really um, important to what we do. And. Uh, want to really commend those guys for their leadership and their example for our staff. And uh, we, we are extremely, I'd I, I put our college staff against anyone. And uh, along the same lines, our uh, R&D department. We lost uh, a couple key guys a couple years ago with Kwesi leaving and Demetrius Washington. And um, we're, we're really fortunate that, that we haven't skipped a beat. Matt Plonsky leads the, our R&D department in a really cool way. And then, of course, our coaches, Kyle and our coaches. They're very integral to our process, and uh, you know, this year uh, it, it's kind of cool because it's a seamless process. That's a well-oiled machine now. So when guys like Steve Wilkes come in, they they learn real quick the way we do things, and um, it's been awesome to have some some a new set of eyes and and uh, um, in a couple different instances with Steve and Clint Kubiak, uh, some some different perspectives in the in the meetings as well. Uh, you know, Frankie G, uh, Frank Gore sat in, in, in a lot of meetings, didn't say much, but, you know, uh, sat back and took a lot of uh, a lot of mental notes. And, and uh, it's been cool to share the process with him. And uh, uh, I think we're ready and uh, I'm not going to have much to do on Thursday, uh, you know, but uh, we'll continue to work right up till uh, uh, we first pick. And, you know, I've said this many times and uh, I, I'm always uh, a, a – an optimist the way I look things but I think uh, this isn't just being optimistic I think it's a reality the uh if if you ask kind of what's what the themes of this draft I think one of them is the quality of depth in this draft and so I think that sets up well for you know our first pick being at 99 then having 11 of them uh the quality of depth is is really a signature of this draft for me there's a lot of good football players and a lot that we like and so that excites me and that excites everybody uh and we we've got to have a productive draft yeah you, you always have to be infusing youth into your team and quality youth and um you know we're, we're excited about the prospects of being able to do that and uh with that i'll open it up for questions
1: this is nec- not necessarily a draft question but i guess it is as far as the timing what, what's been your level of transparency with trey as far as what's transpired as far as team's reaching out to you. What have
0: you told them and where does it stand? Yeah, so, you know, generally, Matt, um, you know, our policy, my policy, if if we're actively trying to trade a player, uh, not trying to, or, or if we're having discussions, for instance, last year with Mike McGlinchey, it became apparent that a year away from that, it was going to be tough to resign with Trent Williams in the building and the reality of of our roster. You know, I brought Mike McGlinchey up and said, hey, Mike, I, I, I never – you know, from being a player myself, uh, I never want you to hear from anyone else that you're being shopped. So I'm, I'm telling you, we are going to talk to some teams. If we're, if we're fielding inbound calls, uh, you know, I think I'd be doing that every single day. If I'm, if I'm telling every single player, I do think with the sensitivity of of uh, Trey's position, maybe a little different. So Trey and I have talked, and and we're on the same page. And Trey knows exactly where the situation is. His mindset is all about um, competing. And I think that's exactly where his mindset should be. We're excited, uh, about the position he's put himself in with the work he's done this off season to number one, get healthy number two, improve upon some things that he really wanted to improve upon. And, um, you know, we don't get to, to watch all of his workouts. I've got a good, good view. And, uh, I, I he, he's definitely excited and I think he has reason to be. And, uh, you know so yes there has been good communication and and we're excited about uh you know trey's ability to go compete uh for a job
2: did characterize the the calls that you get about him is it are there offers made or is it just kind of feeling you guys out yeah
0: you know i think there's there's a lot of smoke really it hasn't been extremely active and it's not like we've put it out there that hey we're taking offers for Trey. call 1-800 uh you know like it's that's not been the process uh you know, people's job in this is to ask questions. Has that been? Has that happened on a couple of occasions? Sure. But um, it hasn't been that sub- substantive. And, and um, you know, like I said, we're focused, as is Trey, on his ability to compete and uh, play an integral role on this team. Last year, we needed, we needed five. And so we value every single one of those guys. And we're excited about our group. We really are.
1: Have agents reached out to you about potentially moving him if he doesn't get an opportunity to play?
0: No. No. Yeah.
2: Or, i mean is that sort of laying the groundwork for him joining uh the front office or the scouting staff at some point and then you also mentioned Tarek and, and justin have any of one of those guys sort of um filled the role uh, that ran had been playing in, in previous Tracks.
0: Not really. I mean, they're more focused on the on the college uh, side of things. Now, Rand did did play a part in our college. Rand's a really uh, solid evaluator and had a good feel. I think one of Rand's most unique talents. He's got a great feel for people, and so Rand was tremendous with the 30 visits, uh, with the combine, just getting to know people and having a great feel for that. So we collectively, those guys are skilled at that as well, but uh, different roles, Matt. But they're they're both incredibly valuable to uh, to our organization and. You know we've kind of you know made made do without Rand, but you're gonna you're gonna feel it when you lose a guy like that and uh, just miss having him around here he's one of the one of the good people that i've worked with so you know there oh and then frank um you know a couple of years ago we had staley in here uh, frank showed an interest in coming in here and uh you know like i said somebody made made me um made that opportunity available to me years ago and i was really grateful for it and so if someone's willing to put the time in and has given as much as he has to the organization then absolutely we're going to open our arms and and uh you know frank i, I think he he learned a lot through the process
2: yeah. at the Got owners consistent. meetings that uh you would know more about brock after about 12 weeks i know we're not quite there yet but yeah. just having him in the building the last week kind of what has his mindset been and what have you been to see so far
0: well um you know he Just what we expected. He's attacking each day. I think he's focused on each day. Um, You know, Dr. Meister had said that, like, an inflection point will be 12 weeks because that's when he's supposed to start throwing. So, um, But right now, he's just really focused on maxing each day. I I think with rehab, having gone through it myself, um, there's a physical component to it. There's also a psychological and emotional and mental component. And uh, part of that is just waking up. And get you know really being where you're at, and I think that what's that's what Brock has done a really good job of, and um, you know get a lot of people reaching out saying that, you know the, the the fives at the uh, Giants game were really encouraging, <laughs> and uh, you know but I think what's more encouraging is what I'm hearing every day from our people from Brock. He's he's making great progress. Um, you know we're we're you know as I have it we're six weeks out, just finished that six weeks, and um, really doing a good job with it. So
1: is saying that he wasn't really sure honestly if he'll be able to play this year is
0: that on the table or is it guys just taking it one day at a time you know i I think it's more so brock being brock and and understanding that he's got to be exactly where he at where he's at and it doesn't do him or anyone else a lot of good to be speculating about what's to come and i I, brock's just jumping in each and every day and really doing well go ahead now is he on
2: schedule as far as yeah he's doing
0: really well he's doing really well and as uh as i understand it he's he's Definitely on schedule, hitting all the checkpoints and and doing very, very – we're very encouraged by his rehab. Eric?
2: Apologies if you already covered this in your initial answer. But is it accurate to say your expectation is Trey Trey Lance is going to be on the roster throughout the 2020s? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I I expect Trey to be here. And, uh, you know, we're excited about Trey's ability to compete and uh, what he can do for our franchise, just as we were when we drafted uh, Trey and and, – you know, I think the only thing that's changed this off season is that Trey's gone and got himself healthy. He was injured last year. He's done a really good job of doing that. He's done some different things in terms of his training this off season. He's very encouraged by that, and we'll see when we get an opportunity to get out there on the field with him. But we have every reason to be encouraged as well.
1: You're looking at that position in the draft still, John, in terms of bringing in another maybe low round draft pick to see what.
0: can do we'll do our due diligence i know a lot's been made about who we've met with and you know the only thing i'd say to you some of those things are true some of those are us just doing our job we're always going to be thorough we're always going to study sometimes that's for three four years down the line we want to get to know each and every position and uh quarterbacks no different
1: teams are calling on trade obviously something would have to be substantial is that fair to say for yeah. you to, to, to change your stance on that and how does it factor in kind of with the uncertainty of Brock that you have to take that into account when having those discussions
0: well I think you definitely have to take that into account and you know we uh we've approached it that way um as as good as we feel about Brock's rehab I think we have to prepare for every scenario um but more so, we're just excited about having three really quality quarterbacks in our room and letting those guys go out and compete and buy for a job. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're excited about that.
1: I reached out to you about potentially trading for Brandon Ayuk? And is that something you would consider? Um,
0: you know, I'm not going to get into specifics on people. Uh, we love Brandon Ayuk. And, uh, you know, excited about Brandon being a part of this team. So I'll just leave it at that.
2: Regarding Ayuk. I mean with his if you pick up his fifth year option what that number will be next year and Debo's number you talked about you can't keep the and and dribbling mm-hmm. was a DeForest buckner eric armstead yeah. situation yeah how do you do that looking i know we're talking about 2024 but is that something you can creatively navigate having both those guys remain on the roster next season yeah
0: it's a good question, it's a fair question because I understand the line of thinking um, you can't keep everyone. Um, you know we're trying to do something special this year, and Brandon's going to be a big part of that you know and uh, and beyond as well and so yes, you always have to think out a few years, um, but we're really excited about Brandon. Um, feel like he made another big step next year, and I think the best is yet to come. And so we want him being a part of it. And at some point, yeah, you have to figure things out. And, and I guess we'll take that as it comes. But as of right now and into the future, we're really excited about uh, Brandon Ayuk and where he's at as a pro, the, the work he's done to develop as a pro and, and become uh, you know one of our core players here.
1: To make those official till next week, but have you made the fifth-year decisions on, on Brandon and Javon
0: yet? Uh, you know, you always like to get through a draft. Um, you know, I, I want to publicly uh, before I publicly disclose that, which will happen. I mean, we have to by Monday, right after the draft. I want to talk with each one of those guys individually before I do that, so that that will be forthcoming. Jk is doing great. He uh, this is a, he's really in a good spot. I mean, he looks like a, uh, he looks tremendous, um, you know, uh, he uh, he's, he's preparing, he's excited about his preparation. I think it's a good feeling when you've battled injuries year after year and you're in a healthy spot and you can see it in the way he's walking around here. Um, he's hes just uh, very encouraged and in a really good place and, and I think he's earned that right. He's worked really hard to be here and I'm, I think we're all um, Really um, encouraged by it, and excited to see what can come.
1: The interior line at the owners' meetings. Feliciano is he going to be competing for, for a starting spot, maybe that right guard spot?
0: I, I think that's uh, that's open to him. You know, we rotated Spencer and Brunskill last year. John's a guy who started a lot of games here in the last few years. I think he gives us tremendous versatility at guard and center. Um, Around the league, it's kind of known. He's a, he's one of those glue guys, one of those uh, guys you want in your room. And so he became a priority for us in free agency. I, I felt very fortunate that uh, we were able to come out of free agency with John, a part of our team, especially once we lost Danny. Um, those guys are incredibly valuable. Now, having said that, um, I thought Spencer acquitted himself really well. He's a really talented young man, and I think it's only going to get better. And uh, it's always great to have competition and know you have someone there that if something were to happen at either spot, and, and I, I mean all three, really, um, you've got a guy who's tested, who's battle-tested, who has done it. And so John was really a nice addition for us and, and, and um, you know, really, really cool to have added him to our group. Uh, in into the team? He's doing well. You know, they're they're uh, you know this phase they can meet, and I think they're having great meetings. He's out there throwing with our guys and uh, doing really well last few years
1: you've been able to kind of plan for the future you know with banks who guys that maybe don't have to play right away and, and then the next year can can step in does that change at all how you evaluate guys in terms of you know maybe this guy's learning curve is a little longer but we have that leash to do that or how does that kind of maybe yeah.
2: evolve?
0: you know i i think in both those instances I don't, I don't believe looking back that we said hey this is a guy who we we see starting two years from now um you know but we're not going to put guys out there until we feel like they're ready and they've earned that job. And so those are two occasions with those guys who've turned into really good players. Um, Aaron had to do some things, kind of reworking his body, and he took on that challenge and, and did a tremendous job of it and uh, really had a solid year. Uh, Huff, we've known this guy was a playmaker. He had a couple people in front of him. This year he earned it and uh, you know had an all-pro year. And so we're excited to know that... Um, yeah, and there are times, sometimes, especially with this roster. This roster, a lot of spots are are filled. We're always going to add to that and add competition, um, and sometimes it is. Yeah, we could we could see this guy being a starter in year two, um, but we like drafting players we believe can go play right now. And uh, is that more difficult when you're when your first picks at 99? Sure. And is that more difficult with a roster that's constructed like ours, where a lot of the spots? are somewhat spoken for sure, but uh, we want to continue to add players who add to the competition and, and, uh, you know, make us a better football team.
1: You've so many picks from 99 to the end of the draft that it's open to you to take four or five of them, you know, and and go get someone you really want. How do you balance that with also wanting just a lot of picks just so you can hit some more?
0: Yeah, Um, you know, that's something you have to, you have to take you know we've had drafts where we're incredibly active and last year we didn't make one move that wasn't for lack of trying you know we tried to move around uh, nothing came to fruition um, i think a lot of that's just sitting there and it's it's kind of painful to do when you're sitting there just as it was last year we picked at 61. it's a lot of sitting and waiting and seeing names go off that you really like and then you know i think what you start doing is saying hey if all the players we like are starting to go okay now is this an opportunity for us to move up and go get one of the one of the last few that we really have a high grade on those things can factor in but you know i mentioned the quality of depth on this draft i i I really believe at 99 at 101 102 and 155 there's going to be players we really like and want to add to our team and uh, that has me encouraged
1: who could compete at right tackle, or do you see him more as an interior offensive
0: lineman? Probably more as an interior, but he is a guy, when we speak of him, we, we talk about five five position flex. I mean, I think Nick has that in him. Um, Nick, just talking to our strength coaches, he's a guy really having a, having a great offseason. Um, he's just been here the entire time, um, making a lot of progress in terms of his strength, his explosion. He's the right type of mindset, and he's a really good talent. Uh, I'm excited about his future.
1: Level and, and uh, signing the other Nick in the next three months, and is it a non-starter if teams call to to ask about his trade avail- availability? Yeah, that
0: hotline's closed. That that, that never opened. <laughs> so, um, you know, as for the other thing, we're going to focus on this draft, and then you know I've stated many times that's a priority for this off-season. Uh, history says that that um, you know we have a really good. Um, you know track record of of doing that and making that come to come to uh, fruition, and um, you know I'm I'm excited about working on that when the when the time comes. As usual, mm-hmm. until training camp. Yes, yeah, doing what the Bosa's do. <laughs> Your track
1: record of finding talent in the kind of middle rounds, third to through seventh. Yeah. Can you shed light on what it is that has made you guys so successful finding guys who are you know starters and even stars?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I really believe it's, it's collaboration. I believe it's when your when your personnel and your coaching staff are in lockstep and there's constant communication, there's constant challenging of each other's views. Hey, we really like this guy. Okay. We didn't see it like that. Let's see if we can get there. I think we really take pride in doing that. And we do it. Uh, From the top on down, Kyle and myself spend a ton of time watching players together. And so I think when you do that and you do that throughout the draft, that gives you an opportunity um, to really hit throughout the draft at any pick. And um, I I think that's something we've done. I I think one of the things too we forced ourselves to do early on is really not just be vague about what we wanted each and every position but really talk about the traits we want at each position, both physically and mentally and uh, in the spirit, we call it, you know, of, of each position. And so I think we've done a nice job of defining that so, so that when you're in those meetings, everyone knows who's a niner. And uh, when, when you have that as a starting point, I think uh, you can start finding those guys. So we aren't perfect. We've had our, our share of misses, but I, I do, I'm proud of our track record and uh, hopefully that continues because we got a lot, of, lot right there this year.
2: Piggybacking on that, like, what's a Niner? And in 2017, you guys took Joe Williams, and you were like, he wasn't initially on your yeah. draft board. Keller a and just you personally were like, I don't know about his aggressiveness as far as tackling. I mean, just speaking for you, have you identified more like as far as football character and and what you believe in? I mean, whether 2017 did it, and you've kind of established since then. Yeah. Uh,
0: No, it's I I, I do think it's an evolving deal uh, as to as to exactly what we are and and um, and who we want. Um, But I can tell you that the bedrock of those things, we we want tough, dependable, fast. um, You know, we don't we don't need rocket scientists, but we need smart, smart football players. we want people that are contagiously competitive, you know do you make people around you better because you 're so darn intent upon getting better and competing each every day? Um, those are the kind of guys that play well and then we like physical players and and I think such that we play with such a physical mentality I think our mentality is a lot about attacking on both sides of the ball and on special teams, such that when you have someone who 's not a fit, it stands out you don't you don 't really have to so I do think that when we've missed, uh, it's been more that spirit part than it has been the talent. The talent we're pretty good on identifying. Uh, I think it's probably the spirit. And so we spend a lot of our focus on trying to learn as much, and that's where the scouts, you really have to rely on the scouts to get to know uh, these players over a course of time. And then sometimes you have the opportunity to meet them yourself and uh, you put as much time as you can there. So, yeah.
1: Or if you look at 99, 101, 102, how do you weigh – best player you've got, you know, on the board and also relation to you know where you guys need immediate help, where do you need help a year from now? What what's the organizational philosophy? I guess not just on those picks, but just throughout the draft.
0: Yeah, we've certainly identified um I think as a starting point, um you have to be incredibly thorough because you just don't know who could who might fall for whatever reason. Um, so You can't just discount all the people you think are going to be gone by 99 and we haven't we've been very thorough um and then you know matt what i talked about you know the the things that we covet um from multiple different perspectives and then a lot of it is who's going to be there you know last year i can tell you we never thought drake jackson would be there when we picked there was another guy who we liked along with with Drake and both of them were there and we never would have thought that both of them would have been there at 61. So that's another great lesson that you, you just have to prepare for everything. Um, some of it's about, you know, um, you know, position needs as we see it. Yeah. We have priorities on what we've identified, but ultimately you want to take football players that are going to make your team going to be around here for years to come. And, uh, make you a better team and and so kind of a combination of all those things is is how we take it as it as it comes and gonna be a long wait watching a lot of players that you really appreciate um go but i i am i keep saying it because i am truly confident that 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 we'll come up with some players that we really like there and that are going to help us right away and into the future last
1: one Cam. one more quarterback question yeah um, How thorough were you guys? Uh, Did you look into Lamar Jackson? And is that a possibility at all?
0: You know, you you look into everything and we seem to be linked to each and everything. Um, I can tell you, I I think it's how convicted we are on Brock, on this current group of guys that, you know, why you're not doing your job if you don't look into things. Um, A lot of those things, I think you're limited by the way our roster's set up, you know? And uh, the other thing is you're, you know, what's your motivation? And while those, those players, there's, there's more than, that, than just Lamar. There's tremendous players, um, MVP-type players. Um, we really like our guys, and um, we like where we're at. We like our complete roster and how they fit uh, for multiple reasons, and we're excited about that group. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. All right, we'll see you this weekend. Thank you, guys.